You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, Radicals, and happy Thanksgiving Day. So I'm recording the show here. It's early on Wednesday morning, the day before the Thanksgiving Day holiday here in the United States. And just have a, a couple of short comments to share with you that I hope will be encouraging to you. Uh, and then we'll leave it at that. I, I intended to do a more uh, complex show than this, but <laughs> my week has been somewhat disrupted. Uh, I was planning to uh, – I had all kinds of plans for this week. But I've spent the last two days and now going into the third day trying to help a friend of mine break out of prison and bond out. Uh, it's been – I'll tell you that story in just a moment. But it's – even impacted my own feelings and sense of gratitude uh, about, well, life in general. <laughs> Seeing uh, being in the uh, middle of working in the prison uh, world for the last two days has uh, made me appreciate something as simple as my freedom uh, and, and personal liberty to travel around. Thanksgiving Day is my favorite holiday. It's really the only holiday that I celebrate personally, uh, and. It's always been incredibly meaningful to me, and I like the I like everything about the Thanksgiving Day uh, holiday. I like the history of it. I like the tradition. I like the focus, uh, you know, to sit down and be grateful to God for all of the good things that we have and all of the trials and the challenges that we have is just an incredible opportunity. And uh, like most holidays, the that Thanksgiving celebration should be a continual thing, uh, and I seek to maintain that oh, this is going to sound so cliche that attitude of gratitude <laughs> that, that appreciation for the good things of life on an ongoing basis uh, it's so easy to be jaded at all of the good things that we enjoy it's so easy to to look around and to despise the comfort that all of you listening to my voice enjoy just uh, the fact of having a full belly and a comfortable bed to sleep in these things are tremendous and yet, when's the last time that you and I appreciated them? It's probably been a little while. My encouragement to you is if, if you have many things and you're overflowing with thankfulness and gratitude, uh, that's great. Uh, I'm happy. I think that's, that's how it should be. But perhaps some of you listening to this right now aren't feeling that particular sensation. You aren't feeling that particular attitude. Perhaps you're passing through a, a very challenging time. And I guess the primary thing that I want to share with you is uh, that I understand that. And I want to encourage you that even in the middle of the challenging time, I want to encourage you to embrace it. 
in many ways for me that's been the the context of of my last year really uh 2016 as i've reflected on the progress that i've made has been uh, in some ways and please hear me i'm not complaining just simply just trying to to share with you uh but in some ways, 2016 has been a very disappointing year for me. Uh, many things have gone well, but many of the things that I set out with the clear intention of accomplishing this year have been complete failures. Uh, and that has hurt my self-confidence. That's hurt my uh, uh, recognition or my, my confidence in my uh, business ability. That's, it's been challenging, very, very challenging. And uh, – you know, these things will pass and you, you sit back and challenges are not something that is uh, unique to me. We all face challenges in different areas. But uh, it's just been it's just been a, a, a fresh challenge. And uh, it, and so that's been the, the context of my life over the last year. Uh, and I'm working on it. I'm making changes. But it's easy to look at challenges. It's easy to look at problems and to despise them and to say, well, everything will be great when everything's going great and to miss the opportunities and to miss the lessons. If you feel that way, uh, please consider recognizing and appreciating the challenges that you're going through. One of the things that I've learned as I've grown and matured is not to look for things to be perfect, but to embrace the process of growth. I used to think that, well, if only, blah, 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 then everything will be great. Or when I get blah, 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 everything will be great. Friends, it's not true. It's not true. You never reach a point in time at which, oh, everything is fantastic. I have all the money that I want. I have perfect marriage. I have you know, whatever, the perfect body, perfect health. Life is filled with challenges. And if you're looking for those moments, what happens is you miss out on the opportunity of growth all along the way. Now, it, it sounds uh, – I feel like it sounds a little bit cliche because everyone's always saying, oh, I appreciate the opportunity for growth. But it's, it's true. Easier said than done, but it really is true. That in hindsight, if you're going through a difficult time, in hindsight, you'll look back and you'll appreciate, uh, you'll appreciate the challenges. So keep your head up while you're going through the challenges. If right now you find yourself um, facing challenges and trials and things that you've never experienced before, don't try to escape from those things, but seek to learn in those circumstances. This year, my family and I, and I have been memorizing the book of James uh, from the Bible. And the book of James is my, uh, personally, my favorite book of the Bible. I am, uh, my middle name is James, so maybe that's always given me a little bit of an affinity for it. Uh, but uh, book of James is just eminently practical. It's a, it's a remarkable uh, book. And uh, the, the thing that is uh, just incredible about it is even if you study who James was, uh, James was uh, the half-brother of Jesus. He's the one who wrote the book. And his story is is truly remarkable. Uh, and you study the history. But the book of James starts off with a verse that I have, <laughs> I have uh, constantly encouraged myself with. And it, and it describes this process of, uh, of gratitude all through the middle of circumstances. 
And if you're going to memorize uh, one passage of Scripture, this might be a good place to start. But the book of James begins uh, after the greeting. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That verse has been encouraging to me so many times to recognize that one of the things to embrace about one, one major positive aspect of trials and of challenges. And by the way, I am not complaining. I, I have nothing to complain about. All of the trials and the challenges that I've faced compared to so many things are, are absolutely nothing. Um, but still, they're real to me. One of the things to embrace through trials is the fact that you can either let the trial destroy you or you can let the trial strengthen you. But you've got to choose in that. And gratitude, choosing to be thankful for a trial, will make a tremendous difference for you. I hope that you have many reasons to, to be grateful. I have many, many reasons. <laughs> I even have new ones. Let me tell you the story of the prison um, uh, situation. I, I appreciate the ability to come and go as I please and to uh, you know do the things that I need to do. Uh, the last couple of days I have been uh, trying to help a friend of mine uh, get out of prison. My friend is an illegal alien and he was arrested by immigration a few weeks ago. And uh, so his court date was Monday morning when he first before the judge to have a bond hearing. And uh, the, the hope was that he'd have a bond hearing and that the judge would set a reasonable bond so he could bond out of prison. And that was, uh, that was the plan. So Monday morning, uh, 8 a.m. court down in Miami at the immigration prison down in Miami. So I drove down very early on Monday morning and um, everything seemed like it would probably happen where he could bond out. Uh, the... He was not arrested in conjunction with any crimes. He didn't have any other, uh, which is usually in the United States, usually uh, illegal aliens are not particularly bothered um, unless they're arrested in conjunction with some sort of other crime. Now, we'll see. Um, uh, President-elect Trump, Trump has promised to be uh, much harsher on illegal immigration. So we'll see what happens in the coming months. But generally, um, it's not you don't generally get arrested just because you are an illegal immigrant. Uh, but that happened to my friend. He was arrested simply because he was an illegal immigrant. So excuse me, he is an illegal immigrant. So he was arrested and uh, in prison. And so I went down to his court date. And uh, it was really remarkable to be there in immigration court. I've been in, in court before, uh, both as a potential jurist and also uh, – excuse me, potential member of a jury and also uh, fighting a traffic ticket I was given one time and, and some other things like that. And I don't spend a lot of time in that world. And so it's always remarkable for me. But this is my first time in immigration court. And kind of seeing there uh, puts another face on it. I know a lot of illegal immigrants uh, here in the United States because I speak Spanish and that that opens up uh, a lot of um, uh, connection and relationship with uh, a lot of illegal uh, aliens who are of Hispanic background. Uh, but that was my first time in court and, and seeing kind of just the lives that are hanging on the balance of a judge's ruling sobered me. 
It really sobered me and made me just recognize how valuable something like your personal liberty to travel as you wish and to come and go and to engage in in business as you wish can be. Uh, my friend was uh, active in business and you get thrown into prison and all of a sudden your whole business is disrupted. You can't access your email to be able to contact your customers. You can't access your phone. You can make a few phone calls, but when you make a phone call, it says blah, blah, blah. You know, Joshua Sheets calling from the uh, such and such penitentiary. <laughs> it's a little bit challenging. And so prison in many ways is, is um, stops your life. It really does. It's one of the reasons why I'm generally opposed to prison um, for most uh, crimes. Uh, I think it's it's a, a wrong wrong-headed system. Um, the best system is a system of restitution, not a system of imprisonment. Uh, imprisonment is in many ways just simply a modern form of slavery, and it's an, in many crimes it's an injustice. Um, the, I believe the just approach is to use the biblical pattern of restitution rather than imprisonment. And that's freshly driven home by trying to help my friend. So the story is that on Monday, uh, I planned to go down there and, and I figured I'd be done by noon. Uh, court date was uh, – court time was 8 a.m. Uh, he'd bond out. It'd take him an hour, hour and a half to process him out. This is what I was expecting based upon research and I'd get him out of there by, by noon. Well, <laughs> remarkable story. Uh, getting home out by noon turned into a uh, – has now turned into two entire days of me driving to Miami and sitting there and waiting trying to get him out. And I've, I've since found out and learned after much pressing that the problem is actually a computer system. Uh, the bond was paid for him um, a couple hours, hour and two after he got out of court and the judge issued the bond order and everything worked out. Uh, so, but, but the problem is that they were having a computer system and the computer system would not accept <clears throat> the appropriate uh, payment of the bond. The computer system wouldn't acknowledge the bond as being paid. And so because of that, uh, they can't let him out. Uh, and the, everyone knows that the bond has been paid. All of the guards know that he should be released. Everyone knows that the system is working fine except the computer doesn't know. And because the computer doesn't know, they can't or won't process him out uh, so that he can he can be out. Uh, so now my friend has spent an extra two nights in jail uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get him out today. Um, uh, my intelligence is that uh, at this point in time, the computer system is now working. But evidently it was a national problem all across the United States with the immigrant uh, immigration uh, prison system. Uh, you know, you th sometimes worry about that world that we live in where computers control our lives and the humans lose control over the machines. In many ways, we're already there. All the humans say, yes, he should be out. Judge says it, um, uh, the, 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 uh, I don't know what the name for it. All the cops, the prison, the prison uh, people know that it should be everything is legally in order, but the computer system. So the IT people, everything's waiting on the IT people. And now uh, the brunt of it is that my I've lost two and a half days of work that I had planned uh, that was unnecessary, should have been unnecessary. And my friend has spent two extra nights in prison. So be careful what what systems you put computers in control of. But you have many things to be thankful for. One of the simplest ones, if you're out of prison right now, uh, just be thankful for that because that will disrupt your life. And if you 
if you are out of prison and you uh, are in a country where you have opportunity and you're not in fear of your life, my friend, this particular friend, he is from Venezuela. Uh, and the situation that his family is in in Venezuela, Venezuela is, seems to be rapidly heading toward a civil war. Uh, just a challenge in every situation, in every circumstance. So time will tell what ends up happening. But you and I have many things to be thankful for. If you're in the middle of trials, if you're in the middle of challenges, if as if your situation is like mine, we reflect back on 2016 and you're disappointed with perhaps things that you had hoped to accomplish that you didn't accomplish. Um, no, you don't have to. It's okay to be disappointed, but don't think that that's a reason not to be thankful, not to be grateful for the many good things. Because although I'm disappointed uh, in some of the progress that I've made. I have nothing, absolutely nothing to complain about. And as I start making lists of things that I'm grateful for, <laughs> I have nothing to complain about. I, I should hardly even be disappointed. The list of things to be grateful for is so, so massive compared to the list of things to be disappointed about. So I encourage you, if you're outside the United States, um, look up a little bit in the history of, of, of the U.S. American tradition of Thanksgiving. Make a list of, of things that you're grateful for and spend some time with your family just appreciating and enjoying those things. If you're in the United States, embrace this holiday uh, and uh, just count your blessings. And thank God for all of the many blessings that you have in your life. Uh, we are truly, truly blessed. And my just personal note of uh, two, well, two things. Uh, my personal note of thanks is to you, the listening audience. Uh, Radical Personal Finance has grown tremendously this past year. And uh, it's extremely humbling to me. Um, it, it's such a responsibility that I feel very deeply to, to seek to share with you information that's helpful and that's accurate. It's been an incredible challenge for me to learn new skills. But I just want to thank you for choosing to listen to my show. One of the most valuable things that you have is your time and your attention. Uh, truly, in many ways, that is, that's what your life is made of. It's made of, in some ways, time and attention. And that's what you give me. I do my absolute best to take that seriously and to seek to give you the best that I'm able to give you. And I just thank you for choosing to make this show uh, and my message a part of your life. And I hope that it has been helpful to you. My goal is to serve you, uh, to serve you as effectively as I'm able to. And so I thank you for listening to the show. I also thank so many of you who are so kind towards me to support me. I thank you for those of you who write me emails and share your thoughts and your um, uh, uh, just to share your thoughts and your, your ideas and your opinions, your agreements and your dissent. I appreciate each and every one of you who does that. One thing I'm extremely proud of. And, and grateful for is the tone and the tenor of the radical personal finance community. Um, many of you write emails to me uh, talking about something that I said, and the vast majority of you 
are kind and respectful and thoughtful. There are always a few people who are uh, emotionally charged and upset. Uh, and, and you can't blame people. Oftentimes people have not been taught how to uh, disagree with somebody in a calm and, and, and thoughtful way. And so they bring that the, – the tone and the rancor of, of society that, that, that's basically taught this uh, tear each other apart and, and yell at each other society that we have. And they bring that to, to other places. But uh, I think many of those people have been filtered out and the vast majority of you are so incredibly kind and so – gracious in in thoughtful in the things that you write me. I just wanted to compliment you on that. It's been a goal of mine when I started the show to create an environment where people of diverse opinions and strongly held convictions could discuss those opinions and convictions in a thoughtful and reasonable way. And uh I'm very proud of the progress we've made and you, the listening audience, have contributed to that hugely. Uh, so thank you uh, for that. Thank you to all. Uh, thank you to those of you again who write me emails. Um, I am extremely backlogged on communication. We'll get to the reason, major reason why in just a moment. Uh, the uh, also thank you to every one of you who chooses voluntarily to support the show financially. That is a tremendous honor. Uh, and in many ways, one of my major disappointments for this year has just been that I haven't felt like I've delivered on some of the things that I've wanted to deliver on. Um, not asking for sympathy, working on it. I'm fixing, doing my ever, ever best. Just feels like I'm constantly apologizing for the things that I haven't been able to do, but I'm working on it. Uh, but thank you to those of you who've stuck with me through this, this growth process uh, as I'm learning new things, as I'm growing, as I'm learning business skills, as I'm trying to shore up the areas that are weak, as I'm trying to uh, recognize those areas in my character and personality that don't work and, 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 and change those things. I'm just incredibly grateful um, to you. Uh, I am incredibly grateful. And um, I guess I'll close just with this. Um, uh, I was going to do this as a separate episode on, on the topic and I will more in the future. But if you've made it to this point, um, my wife and I are also extremely thankful and you can rejoice with us that we are expecting another baby. Um, so we're very excited next year. About the early to middle of next year, um, there should be uh, the birth of a third child in our into our family, and so we are rejoicing uh, tremendously in that. It's also been <laughs> it's also been the uh, one of the major challenges over the last few months. Um, we're out of the first trimester at this point in time, but the first trimester is often the most challenging part. Uh, at least for me, it's one of the most challenging part of uh, of a pregnancy. And the reason is just simply because my wife uh, during the first trimester uh, and m many women who, who during the first trimester, that's when they need a lot of the most physical help um, when my wife is not feeling well. And so it's been a, a challenge to, uh, to know how to do that and uh, means that I end up uh, – doing basically the vast majority of the cooking, a lot of the work, uh, the physical work in the house that my wife is too weak to, to be able to do, and also um, with children and things like that. And so that's been challenging uh, over the last few months. Um, a good challenge, but a challenge nonetheless. Uh, thankfully, we're out of the first trimester, so the next few months I'm very excited about. I've got a lot of work to do here even before the third child uh, is born because the two, for those of you who aren't parents, the two very difficult phases of uh, of, of children can be the first trimester uh, and then the me period immediately following the uh, birth of the baby. Uh, both of our 
previous two babies have been incredibly just like sick and colicky and whatnot for the first few months. So mentally, my wife and I have to prepare for that. Um, hopefully, this uh, this one will be different. But regardless, we are uh, we're prepared for that either way. So the next few months are very crucial for me uh, in terms of especially my business work. That now my wife is stronger, uh, so I have more time to be able to do some of the things that I need to do, uh, and I'm incredibly grateful. So rejoice with us. That is one uh, thing that we are very, very thankful for is uh, that we now have a third child, and uh, rejoice with us as we uh, transition into the next year. Those are the comments uh, that I have to share. Um, uh, more, I'll be out the rest of the week as we travel here. Um, and again, this week was very mixed up with helping my friend. Uh, but uh, again, <laughs> you want a reason to be thankful. Uh, try to help a friend get out of prison. That'll help you uh, to be thankful. Uh, go in, uh, working with this friend who's been in prison. I haven't had a lot of friends who've been in prison. Some of you have. But it's definitely made me appreciate how challenging it is for people who are in prison. So – uh, if you know somebody, maybe just one idea, consider going and, and number one, serving their family, uh, helping their family during this period of time, or go and visit your friends who are in prison uh, and encourage them. It's very, very difficult uh, in there. And um, perhaps that might be one area of service uh, that you can do to serve somebody who is in a more difficult place than you are. Happy Thanksgiving. I will be back with you next week after the Thanksgiving holiday.